Now that's softball action from three years ago. New Zealand is hosting the Softball World Cup in November of this year. COVID's hit the sport pretty hard, though. The Black Sox haven't played a game since their fourth-place finish at that tournament, the 2019 World Championships in Prague. Let's bring in Black Sox coach and New Zealand softball royalty, Mark Sorensen. Great to have you with us, Mark. Have I got that right? Is that right? The last time you played was nearly three years ago? Yeah, hey, Pointy. Um, you're exactly right. You probably could have left that fourth-place finish out, um, <laughs> if you like. But, uh, no, you did right. It's... Uh, well, we're, we're coming up three years this year since um, I've put on a Black Sox uniform or any of the players. So it's been, um, it's been a long time between drinks and, you know, we're not, we're not there yet. Uh, but certainly um, what we're trying to create over the next uh, few weekends is, is some international equivalent quality ball that the guys can test themselves against each other. Yeah, I want to talk about the, the trials you've got coming up over the next three weekends, but... I mean, it must have been a heck of a challenge for you as a national coach without any games to play. How have you managed to handle it? But, yeah, I think you know, we're, we're like a lot of amateur sport. I think that you know we've um, we've done our best to plan and simulate uh, situations or, or international quality games. But you know, the the stark reality is that um, it hasn't been feasible to do it all the time. You know, you you originally. Uh, our World Cup was set for uh, February last year, and then we got a delay, so you kind of restart. And you know, it, it, athletes like to plan their run. You know, you, you you like to plan your your lead in, your build up, your training, your focus, your intensity. So I got put off. You know, we got put back from February last year to February this year. So you know, you you restart the clock. Um, you do more budgets. You do more planning. You think, okay, how can we keep the guys stimulated? Uh, we did a lot of, you know, Zoom meetings, Zoom calls. We had um, outside uh, provider people come in. You know, we had Rob Waddell in one, um, one Zoom meeting we had for the boys just come and talk about transition and, um, you know, adjusting to things and, you know, going from an app, you know, being someone uh, like Rob being in, uh, his successful at the top of the world with rowing and, and now, uh, or then at the time, you know, been so... You know, he talked a lot about that. So we we just tried to create um, an environment that was, you know, a high-performance environment that was constantly adding some blocks to the wall. Um, we didn't know how high we were going to have to build this wall, but we've been building for a while. Uh, and there's been stages where we've gone up and down, uh, if I'm perfectly honest. And, we, and we've lost some athletes. You know, we've lost some athletes from our group that have decided that... Um, it's not what they want to do. Um, and, you know, I think that the COVID situation has contributed to that. Um, so it's, it's been an extremely challenging time. And, but also, you know, turning it around, it, it's been a real positive opportunity for us to develop the talent that was going to, uh, the young talent that was going to be a little bit of a stretch at February last year. So now these guys uh, are going to be coming into their prime, you know, nearly 18 months down the track. Uh, the only difference is that we haven't been able to give them 20 or 30 games to um, get some experience under their belt. But from a maturity point of view, they're, they're going to be uh, right there and ready to be picked. So as I said at the top of the chat, the World Cup is scheduled for November. All things being equal, Mark, and I think you and I, as well as the rest of the population of the world, has given up trying to predict what the future might hold. But all things being equal, will you have games between now and November? Have you got anything scheduled? Um. 
No, no, not now. We we had a tour scheduled to Australia in May. Uh, unfortunately, Australia has pulled the pin on that uh, in the last 48, 72 hours. Uh, so they, uh, they've, they've deferred their national champs a couple of times. Uh, and they've they've got to make sure that they look after um, obviously their own domestic game first. So at this stage, that's off. Uh, so we we did have a plan B. We were looking at where we, we, we you know these trials that we've got now. We've got ninety um, athletes involved. Uh, we're going to cut that down to thirty and and hold uh, the uh, trial again and now in April with the the best 30 players in the country playing against each other. And then um, going through to October, November, which will be prior to the World Cup, we will, uh, again, simulate a, uh, a trial series, uh, which will be the final selection trial. So effectively now, the way it's looking is that we're going to go from one World Cup to the next without having played a game. Uh, and the percentage of guys that will be making their debut at a World Cup is probably going to be higher than ever before. Mm. The trials you're holding over the next three weekends here in Wellington this weekend, uh, then Auckland and Christchurch. Uh, how did you go about selecting the trialists? Because I saw some, uh, I saw some social media uh, activity, and and you were you were looking for people to trial. I I uh, I stopped short of putting my name in the hat, Mark, which will probably ple- <laughs> please you please you greatly. You don't want an old uh, old uh, centre fielder like me out there. But how did you go about selecting the trialists? Well, we did get a couple of guys that I played with uh, entered themselves. So um, there's still guys out there, mate, that uh, that have a little bit of a gap between ability and ambition. Um, well, the way uh, it was something different. Um, where you know, I just talked about how we were going to put the best thirty against each other at the uh, after the season, and and those players will be players that we've selected. So what we've done is we've opened registrations in Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch for the trial weekends, and said if you want to have a crack throw your name in the hat. Uh, and we've got 109 uh, registrations before the deadline. We've got about half a dozen after the deadline. Um, and so 115 guys put their names forward to um, have a shot at having a Black Sox trial. So we then uh, went through and selected regionally two teams, uh, working on 15 per team. And... Uh, Daryl Marino and I will coach each of those teams in the various centres. So the good thing is, uh, you know, one of the things that we identified last time is that we didn't have enough coaching time on the diamond. So not only we, are we creating games for the for the athletes, but we're also creating an opportunity for us to get some coaching uh, miles under our belt as well, which uh, after three years, there'll, there'll be a little bit of rust there. So... You know, sort of a dozen games that we get over the next three weekends will be the equivalent of playing a little uh, domestic series, which is great. Um, part of that plan was also the Australian trip, but that's not going to be the case. But we'll we'll certainly be able to get another 12 or 14 games under our belt before the World Cup because of the trials, and then we will have a build-up tour against uh, domestic teams before the World Cup itself. So... We've, um, yeah, thrown the net far and wide, and um, there's some young guys that have put their hand up. Um, there's some old guys that have put their hand up and starts at Fraser Park in the hut. 
I was going to ask you about the the players. You mentioned before that you have lost some out of your program, and that's natural, isn't it? Because it is an amateur sport, and and there is a small window for players to play at an elite level. And if they don't see any light at the end of a tunnel, you know, in other words, they don't see games that are coming up on the horizon. It, I guess, would be easy to become dispirited. But how have you managed to deal with players and and people like that who have come to you and said, "Hey, Mark, I, I, I'm, where's our next game, mate?" Because you don't know, do you? How do you have those no. conversations? Well, we, you know, one of the things that we worked on with uh, that started with lockdown last year is we had welfare groups uh, within our squad, and each of the management had uh, five, six, or seven in their in their welfare group that we were just giving a call weekly, fortnightly, staying in touch, seeing how things were going, um, checking in about life and stuff, and you know, we're we're big believers that. You know, the athlete, athletes don't care what we know until they know that we care. You know, so we want to make sure that they could see that, you know, we were reaching out and caring about them personally because then, you know, if we're able to help and you've un- uncovered some challenges and certainly you've got to be careful because, um, you know, there, there's been a couple of situations that have uh, got to the limit of my capability. So, you know, that's where you bring the professionals in. Uh, you know, and we're through Sport New Zealand and High Performance Sport New Zealand, we're able to access, you know, the people with the professional skills and talents to be able to, to assist athletes. You know, and there's, there's obviously been some well-documented and reported uh, unfortunate incidents that have happened, you know, in the last year that no one wants to replicate. So, you know, staying in touch and, and um, getting a feel for how the athletes are coping is actually probably more critical than what it's ever been before. Mm. Mate, it's been great to chat to you. I'm just delighted you're going to get back out there, and I'm sure the players are looking forward to uh, to getting back on the diamond. Do you remember how to coach? You'd remember how to coach, oh. do you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like oh, I'm a little bit like a kid in a candy store at the moment. It's like, okay, where's my where's my shoes? Where's my bag? Where's my gear? Uh, got to get it all out and get it ready. Oh, how do I do the lineup card again? Um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, the guys have been playing, and and I think you know one of the things that we've tried to do is we've we've tried to mix teammates up against each other so guys that they were last weekend they were playing alongside well this weekend they're going to be playing against um so try and create a little bit of bragging rights you know a little bit of uh rivalry tribalism there um and the same with with daryl and i you know daryl's coaching one team and i'm coaching the other so so we're competing against one another as well top man mark hey great to chat all the best for the uh for the next three weekends and and let's hope for a, a softball filled year ahead thanks for taking the time mate cheers bonnie